In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. St. Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, tells his readers to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. The Lord is at hand. The Lord is near. The Lord's coming, St. Paul says, isn't a reason for anxiety and panic, but great joy, praise and thanksgiving, and even peace. Our Advent hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, gets it right. O come, thou dayspring from on high, and cheer us by thy drawing nigh. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night, and death's dark shadow put to flight. God's coming near is joyous. St. Paul, who is writing his letter from a prison cell, tells the Philippians to rejoice always and praise God despite their many hardships. Be anxious for nothing, he writes. Do not worry about anything. Just as joyous praise freely flows from St. Paul's dark prison cell, so the Philippians are to praise God regardless of their circumstances. St. Paul promises that the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard them, and the peace, God's peace, will be with them. Joy is the fruit of their God-given peace. St. Paul is writing in a world well acquainted with the pursuit of inner peace and the desire for equanimity in the face of hardship and struggle. He is answering a question that occupied many great minds in the ancient world. How do we remain unshaken and resilient in the face of life's many hardships? This, of course, is a perennial question. How do we cope with tragedy when our loved ones die, when we lose our livelihood, or we live in serious physical pain, when our relationships fall apart? What keeps us moored during these difficult times? How do we keep our peace? What is the source of true inner peace? The philosophers of St. Paul's time posed various answers to this question. One approach is found in the writings of Marcus Aurelius, a second century Stoic philosopher and Roman emperor. He writes that peace is achieved by self-mastery, that is, governing your mind's attachments so that you don't become unsettled by life's ups and downs. He writes, the mind is the ruler of the soul. It should remain unstirred by agitations of the flesh, gentle and violent ones alike, not mingling with them, 
but fencing itself off and keeping those feelings in their place. Inner peace, he says, is achieved when we become the masters of our minds and defend the equilibrium of our souls. Aurelius desired to protect his soul from the changes and chances of this world. His soul, thus insulated, became a haven in times of turmoil, or so his philosophy suggests. The search for peace seems to be born anew in every generation. All you have to do is visit your local bookstore, do a quick search of Amazon to find that our culture is awash with books and programs promising inner peace. The pursuit of peace is a full-blown industry. We are flooded with advice on how to attain peace and mindfulness. Often this advice takes the form of a series of steps or strategies to find balance and inner harmony. Much of the advice sounds harmless, like spending time with nature, meditating, having a good diet and exercising, doing a social media detox and decluttering. But these messages send the thirsty to empty wells. Our culture is desperately searching for inner peace, but its pursuit is misguided. Inner peace cannot be achieved through individual effort. I want to be clear. No set of practices, no program of self-renunciation, no diet, exercise program, or self-help book can bring you peace because peace is a gift from God. The peace of Christ does not come from willing ourselves to feel peaceful or happy or mindful. It does not come from doing all the right things or having all the right stuff. Paul writes from prison, our Lord is crucified, his disciples martyred, If Christ gives us peace, he certainly doesn't mean peace in the absence of suffering, but in the midst of it. His peace is a gift pure and simple. It cannot be willed or programmed into being. His peace is a function of love, the felt assurance of his abiding presence no matter the circumstances. Father Jacques Philippe writes of peace. He says, the Lord can leave us wanting relative to certain things, but he never leaves us deprived of what is essential, his presence, his peace, and all that is necessary for the complete fulfillment of our lives according to his plans for us. Father Philippe says that the very first duty of the Christian is not to solve the world's problems or strive for perfection, 
but to remain in Christ's peace and spread the gift of his peace to a suffering world. The true foundation of our peace is our faith, our certainty in the victory of Christ. We as Christians do not insulate ourselves from suffering. We are disciples of the one who hung from a cross, suffered and died for the life of the world. Our Savior didn't stand at the grave of his dead friend Lazarus with calm detachment. He wept. We do not retreat from suffering because he didn't. Our peace is not found in the avoidance of suffering, but in the assurance that he is the victor over all. Even now, old things are passing away and all things are becoming new. The one who lives inside of us even now will one day be all in all. St. John's Gospel, in St. John's Gospel, Jesus prepares his disciples for his departure with the words, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. The peace Jesus gives his followers is the assurance that his departure is not the end of the story. The time is coming when all will be made right, when the wolf shall dwell with the lamb and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall feed, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like an ox. The suckling child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be in full knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. This Advent season, let us look out on the world and on ourselves and all our fallenness and rejoice in the full knowledge that the King is in route. Let us find peace in the assurance that despite appearances, the leaven is silently moving through the dough and the banquet table is set. For yet a little while and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.